Hey y'all, welcome back to Thanks Trauma. Hi you guys, before I get started with this episode, I do want to say that I took a small break, not that anyone noticed, but I took a small break for myself. I was pressuring myself to get an episode done every week. I wasn't putting in the information and advice I wanted to when I originally started my podcast. So just a lot has been going going on mentally and I don't know, I'm feeling inspired right now, but who knows when I'll come out with another episode. Y'all, I could talk on for days about the break I took, what I learned, whatnot, but I will add in a bit of what I've learned over my break into this episode and why it's relevant. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about working on not guessing or assuming how other people feel, especially when you sense that you've done something wrong and you haven't. So kind of that guessing game of assuming or guessing how other people feel can actually show up when you've had to do this with a parent or maybe both parents or even a partner. I kind of want to keep this why short, but maybe you've had to guess a parent or partner's mood to determine whether you're safe or not. Maybe in the past you've done something wrong and you were punished with the silent treatment, which you guys, I fucking hate the silent treatment. I, I just don't think that should be a thing anymore. But say you did something wrong, you were punished with the silent treatment and you were never told what you did wrong. So you were left guessing your partner, your parents' mood, or maybe even guessing your moves and behaviors, you know, whether or not to determine what you've done that is wrong. So you're left watching your own moods, your own behaviors, and that of your partner or your parents to kind of figure out for yourself what has gone wrong. Is it my fault? What have I done? And also, you could have just been blamed. A parent or a partner could have blamed you and told you that you're responsible for their problems, for the troubles in their life. And now you've grown up or you've grown out of that certain relationship and you're thinking that, okay, if that person blamed me for everything that happened in their life, well, who's to say that I'm not a problem in someone else's life? Y'all, I have struggled with this for years. And this this is the first thing that I've written in this new notebook that I have because this is the first, or no, I wouldn't say the first, but this is the biggest thing that I've realized over this break that I've taken, that I've learned about myself and something that I didn't think that I was really working on, but I was putting much more effort into it than I originally thought I was. I've noticed in my own romantic relationship that I do a lot of this guessing and not even do I just guess, but I ask my partner if he's okay all the fucking time. This has caused so many problems in my relationship. Me assuming his emotions, me assuming that I've done something wrong, me projecting my anxiety onto him, just that back and forth. And you know, I, I'm, I'm a very stubborn individual, so I never really thought that that certain behavior was a problem. I actually don't think I ever saw it, but it, during my break and, you know, this podcast has really opened up my eyes and just talking about the things that I have talked about, I realized that this specific behavior has got to stop if I want a relationship with anyone, if I want to be sane 
in my head. And my partner, he he's anxious too. He gets anxious about different things. He handles his anxiety in a different way. He shows it in a different way. And that has caused anxiety for me trying to figure it out. And he's been very straightforward about what he wants when he's anxious and what he does when he's anxious. Not that he does anything off the walls or anything, but you know, as a partner, you want to be there. And you know, even when I'm anxious, I don't want someone on top of me, but I'm on top of him when he's anxious, thinking that I've done something wrong. Can y'all imagine just how fucking annoying that that has to be? (laughs) Imagine that you are in the midst of an anxiety attack and your partner is over your shoulder asking if they've done something wrong. Is it them? Are they okay? Oh, jeez. You know, I used to get so mad at him for being mad at me about that, but now I am where I am. I look back at it and I'm like, for fuck's sake, Morgan. So something a little different, I actually can't recall if I've done this in an episode, is adding in things that I do specifically to help with whatever topic I'm on. So I have written down what I've done and what I've started doing to help me not assume or guess people's emotions, specifically my partner's. So first, um, I always ask myself, have I done anything wrong? And I've written here, usually if you are here, if you're asking yourself if you've done anything wrong, you have a sensitive guilty conscience. So if your answer is a no, then believe it, it is a no. If you honestly feel like you've done nothing wrong, then trust that, trust that you've done nothing wrong. Another thing that I've been doing is asking myself, has the person said I've done anything wrong? This is a hard one just because it not only requires you to trust yourself to believe that no, but it requires you to trust the people around you. And going back to what I when I talked about why, why do we do this? If you had a parent or a partner or a friend, anyone close to you who used to give you the silent treatment, who never told you what was wrong, who blamed you, whatever it might be, it's going to be hard for you to trust those around you now. But if you're at this point in life where one, you're old enough to listen to this damn podcast, and two, when you feel like you have to continuously play the guessing game, with people in your life, then you might want to reconsider the people that are in your life that you have to play that game with. But nonetheless, if the person hasn't said that you've done anything wrong, then trust that you've done nothing wrong. And this, I've noticed just within myself, I have major trust issues, not just with my current partner, but with everyone I've ever dated, with friends, with people who want to get close to me. It's I don't know, it's this fear of their intentions, knowing their intentions, whatever. It's a list of things. I don't trust people. But this has helped me build so much trust in my relationship with my partner and myself. Which kind of goes into what I've written down for number three. Which is, I trust blank to tell me what's wrong when they're ready. And if it's about me, I can deal with it then. And you know what? Now that I say this, this also goes with letting time pass. And I want to exaggerate on that in a second. But right now, you know, trusting the people around you to tell you what's wrong when they're ready is not just building that trust in the relationship you have with them, but it's also allowing them to be human and allowing them on their side to build that trust 
within y'all's relationship to know that they can come to you when they're ready. Something that I've always made my partner do, which you guys now, now I am where I am. I, this is such a bad thing to do in any relationship. It's to press on the problem then and there. It's to find a solution then and there. It's to talk about it. It's to get into it. If you've just fought while still heated, it's to talk about those emotions. And I remember when I started dating my boyfriend, um, we were doing long distance for a while and he just said that, you know, I don't want us to go to bed angry. And then it made sense, you know, long distance, I get it. But I carried on that same attitude when I moved to England and moved in with him. In my head, I was thinking that here's this guy who said he doesn't want to go to bed angry, but he lets me go to bed angry. He goes to bed angry. And what what really baffled me, you guys, was the fact that we could <laughs> we could argue like never before, before bed, and that man would wake up not... Uh, not even that he's forgotten about it, but that it's on the back burner, that he just swept it under the rug. And I saw that as a problem. And, you know, he he is an avoidant partner. He, <laughs> I will say he does sweep certain things under the rug or has swept certain things under the rug that I don't think necessarily should have been swept under the rug. But he has taught me that letting time in between fights is so important. And I know that people hold on to this, don't go to bed angry, you know, because anything could happen in your sleep, you could pass. But I also don't think that you should force a solution before bed or before anything. I look back at what I've done just over this relationship and my other relationships and how annoying it must be that I am just, I hop on them when there's a fight. I have to find the solution then. And it's my anxiety. And I don't trust that the relationship is stable enough to continue to be a relationship after the fight if we don't fix it. I don't trust that my partner will be loyal to me still if we don't find a solution if I'm not perfect in their eyes after a fight. You know, all of that stuff would go in my head and convince me that if I don't find a solution for the problem now, then my relationship won't make it. But because I've I've been letting things settle the same way that my boyfriend was letting things settle, I've realized that some things don't even fucking matter. We will get into a fight and 30 minutes later... We just act like we didn't fight. But in the past, if I would hop on and need to find a solution then and there, it felt as if those fights went on for days. And even me finding finding a solution or wanting to then never actually fixed things for me or the relationship. And while I say all this, I do want to add that something I used to do and I still do occasionally is when I'm I can't fight that anxiety, that anxious mind that's telling me I've done something wrong, even when I say that I haven't, even when my partner hasn't come to me to tell me that I haven't done something wrong. If those are all things that are hard for me to fight, I've just asked my partner if it's me. If it is me, then I have to know and tell myself and trust that I can deal with it then, that it's not going to be a problem, it's not going to affect our relationship, that you know, we'll find a solution then and there. It doesn't need to be now. 
regardless, I it's easier to fight when I know if I'm the problem. And you know, my partner telling me, yes, Morgan, it's something you said. Can we talk about it later? Okay, now it's my responsibility not to project my anxiety onto him. It's my responsibility to trust that I'll be able to come up with a solution. When he's ready to talk about it, I have to trust that, you know, he can be human on his own. I don't need to fix his problems. I don't need to fix his emotions. He knows how to handle things the best way he knows how to. All that good stuff because when it comes down to it, and I know no one wants to hear this, but it's not all about us. Projecting that kind of anxiety and assuming emotions, guessing people's feelings, it is a bit self-centered because in a way you're trying to soothe your own anxiety. You're trying to fix things that don't need fixing. You know, you're projecting old behaviors onto people that are reminding you of something in the past. And you know, even with reasoning, it is still a bit self-centered. I don't actually, I, I don't want to say that it's self-centered. It, I want something to sugarcoat that a bit because it is a tough situation to get out of. It is a tough thing to start doing. Especially, y'all, if you feel safe and grounded asking people if they're okay by trying to fix people's emotions, by trying to guess and assume how they feel so you know your next step. Before I go, though, I do want to say that if this is something that you struggle with, then, you know, (laughs) this is your responsibility now. And unlearning this and learning new healthy ways of dealing with this is your responsibility. You have to let people be human. You have to let people learn their own lessons, make their own mistakes, go through their emotions themselves. And you can stand by and help, but you do not have to fix. And it isn't always about you. But that is it for this episode. Before I go, I do want to say thank you to those who are listening and to those who support me. You can find me on Instagram at thanks, full stop, or period, wherever you might be in this world, trauma. So it's thanks, full stop, trauma. And I will be back with another episode because I have lots to say. So thanks, trauma.